Hi, I'm Simon Thiexton and welcome to the Cooperage at our brewery here in Massam as we celebrate the Thiexton's Old Peculiar Crime Novel of the Year. This year's long list contains giants of the genre, best-selling hits and an exciting range of thrilling stories set around the world, proving the remarkable talent and offer in the world of crime fiction. The shortlist is already too close to call, so we encourage everyone to get voting. A hearty toast of Old Peculiar to all our long-listed authors for this coveted award and we look forward to what we know will be a fiercely fought competition. In the meantime, I'm going to have a glass of Old Peculiar because they say a glass of Old Peculiar and a crime novel go very well together. And I'll tell you why when you come to Harrogate for our festival in July. Cheers. I'm Joe Haddo and this is our series of interviews with the Feakston's Old Peculiar Crime Novel of the Year Award Long Listees for 2023, produced and curated by Harrogate International Festivals in partnership with title sponsor Feakston's Old Peculiar. And today I'm joined by Liam McIlvany. Hello, welcome Liam. Hello Joe, thanks very much for having me. What an absolute pleasure. Um, We've joined the wires, haven't we, and we can see and hear each other. How is Dunedin today? Cold, wet, miserable, just the way we like it. <laughs> Very Scottish. <laughs> Indeed, yes. You might as well not have moved. Uh, I remember trying to sell this move to my wife originally, and she was, you know, well, we're moving 12,000 miles to a climate exactly the same as the one we're leaving. So, yes, unfortunately, that's the case. <laughs> home from home, it's it. easier to write about Scotland, I suppose, when you look out the window into the Well, that's made. true. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Uh, and written about Scotland indeed you have Um, how did it feel to hear that you'd been nominated for the biggest award in crime fiction well well, it's it's, uh, I mean as you see it's the biggie Um, it's just um, you know to be quoted among all the other you know eminent names that will be in the frame is is just wonderful and I think sort of particularly when um, at this distance uh, you know, at twelve thousand miles, but you sometimes feel as if you've kind of fallen off the edge of the of the world a little bit. So it, it's really nice to feel that people actually, you know, appreciate that you're there sometimes. So that that's really good. But no, it's a, it's a fantastic honour to be long listed. Oh, we know you're there, Liam. Don't worry, we know you're there. Great. Um, so we're talking about the heretic. Now, this is the sequel to the Quaker, which was published back in in two thousand eighteen. Perhaps you could just introduce us to D.I. Duncan McCormack because there'll be some people watching who might not have read these books yet. Sure, absolutely. So as you see, Joe, The Heretic is the sequel to The Quaker, which was published in 2018, and introduced the character of D.I. Duncan McCormack, who is um, a Highland CID man in Glasgow in, in 1969. He was in The Quaker, and we've now moved forward six years into to 1975 for the heretic and so at the end of the Quaker he he sort of left Glasgow under a bit of a cloud you might say and headed for the Met so I was then faced with the decision to actually you know write about him in London a city I don't know a great deal about and I thought no I'll just bring him back to to Glasgow so six years later he's come back from the Met and he has to sort of re-establish himself in the city that he left six years ago just give us a little teaser of this story. No spoilers for those that haven't read it. Yeah, so I mean, he he, he comes back into a city where um, 
there's no shortage of things happening, shall we see? So the, there's a a, a a fire in a, a warehouse in a district called Tradeston that um, spreads to a nearby tenement and kills four people. Um, there's also around the same time the discovery of the body of a former MP from the city who's been beaten. Um, uh, there's also a, an explosion, a bomb goes off in a, a pub in the north side of the city that's a gangster pub, also a squaddy pub. So there's all sorts of mayhem and chaos transpiring on the streets of Glasgow. And it's up to Duncan McCormick to get to the bottom of it. And as you might imagine, these various incidents and strands weave together as we progress through the novel. I remember talking to the wonderful Denise Miner uh, a couple of years ago, I think, and she said that Glasgow is the gift that keeps on giving to a crime writer. I wondered if you felt the same. It is, isn't it? Isn't it? I suppose, Joe. I mean, I sometimes look enviously on at people who are writing about Edinburgh because in some sense with crime fiction, it's quite useful to have a city that has... Um, you know, a, a sort of genteel veneer or image, and you can then sort of uncover that to demonstrate the gritty underbelly. I suppose the issue with Glasgow tends to be that, in some sense, Glasgow's all underbelly, and in the sense that people realise that Glasgow is a city that has those elements. So there's nothing, there's nothing particularly hidden about it. But I think, I mean, I think Denise is right in the sense that. There's so much in the social history of Glasgow that lends itself to crime fiction. And she's, of course, exploited that marvellously in her novel The Long Drop, uh, which, to my mind, is one of the, the great Glasgow crime novels, which focuses, of course, on Peter Manuel killings. So I think it's partly that. that the, the, the city has a, a very rich history of um, crime and dark deeds, and it's, it's pretty useful for a crime novelist to be able to draw on that. Absolutely, yes. Um, now, you're 12,000 miles away, as you said, but uh, Harrogate is happening in July. Is it a festival you know quite well? Is it one that you love like the rest of us? And what is it about it that you that sort of draws you to it? There is something absolutely magical uh, to me about Harrogate and about the festival. I was fortunate enough to be invited in 2010, I think it was, when I appeared on Val McDermott's New Blood oh, yeah. panel, which is a, a fantastic honour. She selects sort of four debut novelists to appear on a panel. And what, a, what an incredible experience that was to be sort of catapulted into the midst of, uh, you know, the, the heartland of, of crime fiction. Um, and I've been, I think, uh, another twice, and I just relish the whole atmosphere so much. I mean, crime writers, as you know, are, are quite a collegial bunch, but there is something about the ambience of Harrogate and the sort of expansive pastoral surrounds of the old swan and the, the sort of uh, hospitality tents and, and so on, that it just does lend itself to just mixing and mingling and, and uh, you know, there's never a dull moment. It's always a glorious weekend. So, yeah, it's just, it's the best festival. Oh, it's lovely to hear. And I completely agree with you. And I, every year I always think, oh, what's going to be, what's going to be the first, like, 
talking point. Someone, someone's going to do something. Someone's going to say something. We're all going to be going, oh, do you remember when? 2023. Um, <laughs> it's been lovely to talk to you, Liam. Thanks so much for, for taking the time. Um, and if you like the sound of uh, Liam's book and you haven't read it yet, well, you can purchase it right now, if you like, from our friends at Waterstones. And once you've read it, you can vote for it to be on our shortlist. All you have to do is visit harrogatefixtoncrimeaward.com before Thursday the 18th of May to cast your vote there. Um, well, we we may be seeing you in July now. I don't know. Are you going to make the trip or uh, will we be waving? It always. Yeah, okay. We'll wait and see. We'll wait and see. And if you are there, then um, yeah. I promise I'll get you a drink. Good man. I'll hold you to that, Joe. <laughs> Thanks very much. Good to see you.